Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another exciting episode of Vida Vino. Brought to you by the Bro Tastes Boys. It is I, your lovely host who knows the most, Phil Golden Corral. And with me as always is Juan, the only Juan legend. Thank you, you beautiful fuck. Hey, I'm back here operating 100%. I'm so glad that you guys did a wonderful podcast. I knew nothing about Arsenal FC and the Bears, but now I do. I'm so happy to see what Justin Fields does out in the field. You mean Jacob Fields? Exactly. And with me, replacing the big tech daddy himself, which are big shoes to fill. What is he, a size 13? Who, Luis? Oh, yes. But we'll get into that on top of the hour. With us today is a returning ghost, guest that knows the most. It is Michael J.P. Kanak. I'm sorry, my racism slipped there. I said ghost <laughs> for so weird reason. But, um, yeah, no, we heard the uh, the comments, we heard the voices, the complaints that were uh, appropriating white culture. So we have Michael here, uh, following the footsteps of the ring of power. We're going affirmative action. Not enough white voices are uh, being heard. And uh, in today's society, the white male voice is uh, the most oppressed. Is that okay, it? so I'm not going to agree with that, but <laughs> hi, guys. Pleasure <laughs> to be here. And while Michael was just saying that, they which brought me into a beautiful topic. On the top of the hour, we're going to be talking about the rise of lonely males, the rise of insult culture, and virgins, which is cool to be now. Ladies? <laughs> and we're going to be talking about climate change, natural disasters. What's going on in California? Why are they always going dark from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m.? And why can't I take a shower? Tune in. All right. Here we are. Now we got that out of the way. What's up, boys? Hi, Phil. How are you doing? You having a good time? It's been a day. It's been a day, folks. We are in the uh, second studio of uh, Brotasis. This is the VYV uh, headquarters. Yeah, the Beloit headquarters. Yeah, VYV South. VYV South, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't mention Beloit. All right, all right. I got a couple people looking out for me. But before we get into the people that want me dead, we're going to be talking about the business that wants us employed. It is uh, Cooper and Fields today. Cooper and Fields. Cooper and Thief. Cooper and Thief, my bad. Cooper and Thief. Uh, Red Wine Blend, 2019, out of California. Aged three months in bourbon whiskey barrels. You can really tell by the... By the notes of a of a barrel, you can you can really get that barrel oak smell from the from from this wine. It tastes like jam and spice. Wow, that is I forgot how good this was. Honestly, drinking this, I feel like a couple monkeys in a barrel right now. You know, open it up and let me have fun. <laughs> You're always having fun, Phil. Let's be honest. Come You're on, always man. having fun. Come on, now. dude. You should have seen this guy this weekend. Okay. So we went to a cookout, and he just what's the name of the game that you played, Mafia? Oh, Mafia! You played Mafia, did yeah. you? Yeah. So, so oh, Mafia. Tell me, you were narrating. I was. Of course, you were. I was. Killer. So, so, so we uh, Mafia is a for those who don't know what Mafia is, it's a good card game that I picked up. Uh, what well, we picked up in our mm. our uh, drama school yeah, days. Yeah, the theater days. Theater. Yeah. And uh, it's a simple, like, guess who game of uh, you trying to figure out who the Mafia members is before they eliminate all the other members. It's a real good thriller guessing game. Yeah, it's like Clue, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yeah, you need probably six people minimum to do it. Yeah, We had 14. 
Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. A full crowd. <laughs> we went maybe like six rounds until they got the Mafia members. Oh, they succeeded, did mm-hmm. they? All right. They were pretty smart. They were like, well, when he was asking us to... Cause so, so the plot of the game is uh, you, d- you delve out a couple of cards. And in the cards, you have two Jokers, one King, and one Queen. The goal of the Jokers is to eliminate all the other numbers and... You go through multiple rounds where and everyone's... each round, they're allowed to eliminate one member of the town. Correct. Right, who everyone else is a talisman if you don't get assigned a role. Yep. And during the elimination uh, elimination period, um, uh, the Jokers, you know, it's, you, you close your eyes and you have to cast your votes. It's very anonymous, so you don't know what's happening. Did I say that right? Anonymous? Not the second time you did, yeah. How did I say that? Anonymous? Yeah, something like that. Man, <laughs> man. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it was great. Uh, it's a good crowd game. I re- highly recommend it. Look up the rules too. There's a there's a werewolf game that's a similar format. That it's already like a board game. Mm-hmm. Like now, a, now, did you follow the the traditional storyboard, or did you did you build your own storyboard? So the traditional storyboard is the 1940s Holocaust. It is not. That is not okay. That is not the traditional. No, that is okay. okay. So usually, when we played in high school, <laughs> you were Helen Keller trying no. to. Make all thirteen days and nights with Maggie Keeps. Is that, that, that is, is that right? That was in fact a, a that, yeah, that there was we go. in fact a scenario that there our particular go. group of idiots played in high school. Yeah. Yes, I was more tasteful. I think you would appreciate this. Okay, the year is twenty twenty four. Joe Biden's totalitarian government has taken over. See what's Full the throttle. second word you just said? Totalitarian. Uh, authoritarian? No, totalitarian. 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 Tot. What? Total. Totalitarian? Like total and then itarian. That sounds like totalitarian. Yeah. Totalitarian. Well, this ain't a fucking uh, spelling bee. So, you're you right. Know. You're right. This ain't no, you know, no, no. fourth grade English. Exactly. <laughs> this is a tale of the rabbit and the hare. Yes, you're faster and more clear with your words, but you're going to die first because I'm a turtle. Turtles live forever. <laughs> Not a lot of people know that. Turtles do live forever. No, but for the storyboard this time, it was really you know tasteful. Joe Biden's America. Every state has a Portland, so every you know village is Portland, so and so, and instead of police is Antifa. Is that there. what that was supposed that was to be? Your theme? Yeah. Jesus. Antifa was beating people down with bike locks, and <laughs> someone got tarred and feathered. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Phil. I, I, I could not match your creativity. I never could. Will it be able to ever? Hey, neither neither could my therapist. So it's okay. <laughs> oh neither gosh. could my therapist. I couldn't keep up. <laughs> it's just too much. She's checking into her own therapist, but like, let me tell you about my day. Speaking of too much, what isn't too much is this lovely Cooper and Thief wine. This uh, red blend. What are you guys getting? I'm getting, I'm getting light vanilla, a little bit cherry notes from this. It's got a beautiful color to it. Beautiful taste. Um, price value for this bad boy, you're looking at about twenty seven ninety nine. If you're in Illinois, maybe thirty bucks with the state tax, and that's not my fault. That's Lori Lightfoot's. It tastes more of a blackberry jam with like pepper. The pepper in it? Because there's like, I feel like you taste that, like some spiciness from the the bourbon barrel. Mm. So honestly, I I don't drink a ton of wine, but as far as reds go, this seems a lot smoother than most that I've had before. Like it is very smooth. Yeah, yeah. it is very smooth. Uh-huh, yes, it's it's also got the perfect. What's, now perfect tell us, Phil, what's your connection to this wine? Oh, so interesting story with this wine here. 
for those who know me, I um, I'm pretty close with the trans community, and uh, <laughs> I was, some might uh, say you love them. Some might say that um, uh, you know, I got my ears to the ground and my asshole wide open to the trans community. I'm knowing every step they take. <laughs> I'm, sure <you laughs> I'm one do. step. I'm one step ahead at every moment with the trans community. But <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you have such a way with words. I, I'm a bit of a Mark Twain myself. Mm. Um, I'm a, a, a wordsmith, a cocksmith, if you may. But um, as I was saying, uh, yeah, no, the last time I had this wine, I was going through like a a full maybe 24 hour binge, right? And I was, you know, maybe 22. Mm-hmm. Well, the the younger gold. Twenty three, I guess, right? Twenty four. Yeah. What did the pandemic happen? Twenty four, twenty two, twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, about two years ago, right? And uh, wow, I'm getting old. Uh, I was holed up in my place with the with the, my trans friend, and we spent the whole day just drinking. Now, it sounds cool, but as you progress throughout like the day, and it gets closer to like wow, twenty hours, just like I can't believe you stayed awake that long. Oh yeah. And then, well, our bodies felt it at the end because mm-hmm. uh, my trans my trans friend um, puked all over the place. Oh, poor thing. Yeah. And this is after like my third run to the liquor store to like, we're getting <laughs> low. We got to go out there. <laughs> you know? We're getting low. Maybe we well, never run. How out. do they sell it to you? You don't hide it well. No. You already walk around looking like you're drunk. I do. So very I can't much imagine so. like. Adding liquor to that. It's because I'm flat-footed. That's why that's, uh, mm. you know, I yeah. move around so much, you know. Fair, fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think, Keeps Michael? you stable. <laughs> but no, no, the, uh, the, and that was the last time I actually had this drink was about two years ago. And I knew back then it was like a delicious drink. I was like, wow, this is, it, it was cool in the moment. And, you know, and it all went to the floor. And it was oh, very, yeah. uh, uh, how you say, like Scooby-Doo-ish, you know, Did did They're you mix the wrong kind of food with it? No, no, we were no, just, we no. This just is just drinking. Alcohol. <laughs> we were just drinking, right? That was your body trying to survive. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, all right, well, we can't actually process this. <laughs> my uh, my trans friend uh, just threw up all over the floor, right? I'm like, oh god. And then slipped in it. Well, no, they're throwing <laughs> up. I'm like, oh god. I get up trying to like, you know, get like a mop and paper towels to clean it up, and I. Uh, <laughs> It's a little dark at this point because it's like maybe 8 p.m. or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's getting dark. So like, I'm running in the kitchen. I grab paper bags so she could, so that they can puke in it. You know, just puke into the bag. Right, that's so fair. They yeah. quit puking on the floor. Uh, I cleaned that up. And, uh, well, before I cleaned it up, I ran back and I, very comical, slipped into the puke of like, red. it wasn't even like chunky puke. It was just like. Liquid. Just blood. Just like oh, red wine. That's disturbing. Just, just so thick and like, it was like a TV show. You know, how like. They like that dark brown. Yeah, and you've got the the sort of drip effect that they do. Yeah. yeah okay. Very red wine puke hurts. Vissel, vissel, viscous, viscous, very viscous, thick muke, li- thick liquid. But I, I bet you there was mucus in there. You know, I know when I puke, I get little snot bubbles coming out. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Do your your eye your your eye ducts open up too? You're like crying a little bit. Exactly, crying. Which is kind of what the whole state of California is doing, which brings us to a perfect transition, Michael. Thank you. Uh, a, a seamless transition right there by the one Michael J.P. Kanak. He's an artist. And what are we talking about California now? We're going to be talking about 
climate change and disasters. You guys know what's going on out there? Uh, no. What's what's going on in California? Phyllis and Tucker Carlson. Well, there's a, a species of people called Mexicans, or as we call them, uh, cholos. They they're not bad, but I assume. How, Are how, you serious? How, how, do, how does <laughs> that quote, how does that quote go? Uh, the, the quote goes. They're they're, uh, they're 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 bad, but I assume they're good or something. No, no, they're. Let's see. Donald Trump's quote is: "They're rapists, they're murderers, and some I assume are good people." That used to be my ringtone. I used to go heavy with that. They're sending their rapists. They're sending their murderers. They're sending bad people. Some I some I assume are good. <laughs> some I assume are good. Is that what you think? I'm is that what's going on in California? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> We're uh, California is currently suffering from a drought. Uh, there, uh, the whole state's been battling, you know, clean water for a while, but it's really progressed with the pandemic and people, you know, being at home and not being able to commute as much, thus increasing the usage of water. Now, currently, they're facing a drought with wildfires going on out there in California too, and to top all that off, they're having record heat waves. Right, Gavin Newsom just came out on Twitter, the Twitterverse, for those who don't know. Now you do. Uh, on Twitter, uh, recommending the citizens of uh, California, or Los Angeles, as they call it, uh, that from 4 to 6 p.m., try to reduce their electricity output by shutting off major po- appliances and uh, keeping your thermostat to 78 degrees and above. Hmm. 78. 78 in seems already hot California. Seems pretty hot, honestly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Although, I'm speaking from a Wisconsin standpoint, right? So. I get hot in 69 degrees. <laughs> get away, I did that? I, I, I got the joke, yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. It was very amusing. Yeah, we, we go for the low-hanging fruit here. <laughs> here in uh, Vida and Vino. Always. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, that's, that's what happened in California right well, now. And personally, me speaking... As Michael said over here, we're in Wisconsin, the Midwest. It gets pretty hot out here. I can't imagine shutting this off for two hours without the fan or the AC going. Hmm. Kill me now. I mean, seriously. <laughs> it's not good over there. Yeah. Well. well, it's already bad enough that, like, their crime is, like, going rampant. They have uh, these things called, like, uh, flash mobs. They've got a, a major homeless population over there, right? Yes, they do. This heat wave is probably going to... Well, it's probably pretty lethal, I assume. I think we right. talked about this uh, two weeks ago, but uh, California is just uh, lucky. And funny enough, you, you talked about the homeless. They just approved a bill that will put homeless, uh, the homeless into unvacant uh, hotel rooms that don't fill up. Okay. Yeah. So, like, that's pe- uh, the people are like, oh, that's good, I guess. But the hotel owners are like, you're going to drive away business. This mm-hmm. is bad for, you know, our, our, our staff. We feel unsafe, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they've interviewed a couple of homeless people there, too, whether they support it or not. It's really mixed yep. feelings about that, too, from the really, homeless from the community. homeless people. Because um, a lot of the traditional homeless that are, like, you know, job insecure, financially insecure, are, uh, you know, traditional homeless people. There's a new wave of homeless that's, like, mentally ill people that don't really have a, a functioning way. So not only are they... Financially unstable. Homie, I don't know how I knew that is. Not not only are they financially unstable. Um, what was the other thing I said? Shit. Mentally unstable. Man, the mentally well, unstable. What you were going yeah. for? Well, they're mentally unstable to a new degree, per se. Mm. You know, 
people that are out there with schizophrenia that are like, blah, you know, they're socially inept per se. Yeah. So there, you have that breed of people, and that's what the homeless people that are like being interviewed are saying that, like, yeah, you know, some of us can't find a job, but some of us are just crazy that need like mental help, and they're just locking or putting or pulling them all together. Yeah. As like one vague category of like, you're homeless, you're homeless. Without giving the proper resources. Yeah, you know? and then leading to some of those reasons like that employee stated that they feel unsafe. Exactly. Because they're being asked to do a job that really professionals should be doing, you know, like yeah. health professionals should be doing. Health professionals, mental professionals. Hell, we, we can go out to California and start talking to the homeless, see like what's up with them. Yeah, you'll, you'll be an interview mm-hmm. professional. Yeah, totally. I'll sit them down and be like, so how did Biden... Have how, How Biden did Biden put you life? here? Okay. What did Biden do? How can we change this? Mm-hmm. Did you see the recent approval rating for Joe Joe Biden? The yeah, highest it's it? ever been. What is yeah. it, Tucker? I think it's at fifty-two percent. Oh, really? Is that yeah. much of a jump, huh? Yeah. And I think, well, I mean, has, uh, what was it? Two weeks ago, three. Yeah, the student, student debt. Yeah. yeah. Well, the student loan, but he also gave that that speech. I think was it last Thursday, last week Thursday, or something like that. Right, he gave a very dramatic speech, um, kind of calling out the MAGA crowd as a threat to American democracy. Like, oh, is that the speech where like that famous picture is floating around, where he's like, where he's got the, the the Navy soldiers behind him and their white gloves Marines. and the Marines. Yes, and uh, he's got Urah Semper Fi. Semper Fi. If you know, you know. Do you know? No. Okay. I mean, I know what Semper Fi means, but I don't know what you're referencing. Semper Fi? Okay. Raw? Is there a point there, Phil? You started so fast. I'm patriotic. What can I say, folks? But, yeah, that's the famous picture going around with the, with the Marine soldiers, Joe Biden's with his hands in the air. There's the White House painted old ominous red. Mm-hmm. But that's a cropped picture, if I'm correct, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I did actually. Corrupt, yeah. I didn't, didn't watch the. I don't know the picture exactly, and I didn't watch the. The there's just this itself. viral image of Joe Biden kind of looking very ominous because it was like blue, red, blue, um, mm-hmm. like the way that. Okay, so he's got the red behind. Yeah, him. Yeah, and he's yeah. got like only red lined up behind him, so he's looking very ominous for a second. But it looks reminiscent much of fascist larger. Imis- uh, yeah, fascist imagery. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. But it's yeah. it's much larger. It's a much larger picture that they just cropped down to the r- single red bar mm-hmm. between two blue uh, sides. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of upstir going around about that. But but uh, is their pool ratings highest has ever been? Right. It, I imagine it's because a lot of a lot of liberals, a lot of liberals who were very disappointed in the lack of progress, really on on more progressive sort of items, right? And are just frustrated because, you know, the president doesn't seem to be able to get anything done. Um, I'm sure that this was, this was for them, him finally standing up and, you know, fighting, which is what they've wanted for the last mm-hmm. several months, year and a half now? Year and a half now. Oh, it's been too long, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. While the support of the American people has finally gone up to 52%, I bet you the support of the uh, Afghanistan people have gone down way below that. Yeah, they're probably not terribly thrilled. I think we're almost behavior. almost to a year where we pulled out from uh, Afga- Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah, the year anniversary was just a little bit ago. Yeah. Um, things are not going well there. Um, I've, oh, they I've, they're not celebrating a, a, a religious freedom out there? 
No, not not really. Freedom of religion isn't really a thing. You know, my my favorite thing to come out of the whole Afghanistan and the Taliban um, insurrection and the uh, whatever that is, the change of power, <laughs> was uh, <clears throat> Donald Trump was having a rally in what Arkansas, or Missouri, or Mississippi. He's having a big rally, and they're talking about the ladies, how like they're oppressed and they're wearing the the hijabs and the burqas and all that stuff. Okay, and Donald Trump kind of argues like. Well, I mean, has anyone asked him, do they even have it that bad? Ladies, think about this. You don't got to put your makeup on. You just put a, <laughs> you put something <laughs> over your face, and bam, it's much easier. They prefer it this way. You know, like, it's, it's like he starts verbatim. out okay, and then it just, it's just a, it's a trade wreck that just keeps getting worse and worse. Like, that was great. Okay. That was great. Am I right, ladies? You know, he's like trying to like. And that nobody agreed with him. They went crazy. Well, of course they did. They, I mean, there's that famous, back when he was uh, rallying against Joe Biden, what, two years ago? There was that famous uh, time where he took a, a glass of water and they're like cheering for him. Because like a week ago, so CNN was making fun of him, like, who drinks water like this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Right. And then at the next rally, Donald Trump had, a, you know, staged a water glass right there. He held it up to the people as so, like this. He's like... Takes oh. a sip of water. Congrats. He looks at it and then he just throws it away. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, see, see, I, I can, I can drink water." Yeah. <laughs> you know, Congrats. what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, when just, like when he was bragging about his cognitive test, right? Yeah. He's just like, "Yeah, look at this. Look, I'm so smart. They said I'm one of the smartest people, right? Nobody I got the documents right here. Before. Yeah, look at, look at this." And it's like, this, this is literally to check if you have dementia. <laughs> like, everyone is supposed to pass this. You shouldn't be bragging about See this. See if you're uh, cognitive functioning. Mm-hmm. But, um, what, yeah, did you, a, what did you guys think about like the current like, FBI investigations into him? Well, I heard that all the documents came out blank. And the, uh, the grand ju- they have a grand jury to give a master copy to Donald Trump. And anything he doesn't want disclosed will be taken out from the... The final jury. Did you see that? No. No, but they they got. Oh, what is what the is master it? copy? Right? No, it's it's the special master. Special master, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It's it, a position, not a copy. It, it's it's a yeah, it's a position, and it's a guy who's just literally just looking over the document to see if anything qualifies for uh, attorney-client privilege. Um, and as far as I know, they haven't actually appointed anyone yet. And I believe the both. The prosecution lawyers and Trump's lawyers have to agree on who the special master is going to be. Um, so, assuming that they don't get someone who's just a, a real part of, well, a real partisan hack, it sh- you should get a special master that goes through him. Is like, yeah, most of this is not covered by attorney-client privilege. Would be my my supposition. Bless anyway. you. I, I think I read that they Joe uh, Mentions going to be it. They selected a a Republican like. MAGA judge. No, if they they're moving that quickly. Yeah, I, they okay. selected some millennial judge who was appointed by Donald Trump. Hmm. I th- pretty sure that that isn't the same judge who ruled that the special master was going to happen in the first place, right? Because you it know was, what? It was then one may, of, maybe it was one that, of the Trump's yeah. appointees. That okay, then maybe that maybe that was a headline instead of. I hope so. Otherwise, I'm very getting, alarmed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hmm. yeah. Perhaps you're right, Michael. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why we upgraded to a white man for the rest of the podcast because it's the white people seem to be right most of the time. No. <laughs> well, hold on, well, hold on there. 
See, the thing about Phil over here is you got to get he's a self-hating Mexican. No, 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 no. Uh, the only self-hating Mexicans you're going to find are going to be in California because they can't shower. They're sweating all the time. Because there's no water. There's no water. Just like where else, Phil? Just like Sri Lanka. It's not like that, Jackson. That was a beautiful transition. It Holy was. shit. Yeah. Damn it, and I missed it. You're not it. wrong about Sri Lanka, though. They, yeah, Sri Lanka's got, going to shit, too. There. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. going to shit. Quan, would you like to take so, us away for the uh, Jackson Hole, Mississippi? Uh, well, the largest city in the state of Mississippi is currently dealing with um, safe drinking water issues. Uh, the, their pipes are not providing, like safe or um yeah just safe water is this a flint michigan thing yeah kind of yeah, yeah. kind of essentially yeah that's a good way to put it um like the state was not investing in upkeep of the infrastructure and did you see where they put their funds shit and what was that did you see where they put their funds for the uh for like public like welfare shit that we're no, supposed to use for the water well where to where, go they uh nbc and cbs came out and said that the money that was used in mississippi were used for brett Favre to give speeches that what? he never gave <laughs> oh no oh no so at the center of the, of the water <laughs> crisis in in jackson mississippi is brett Favre. Favre. <laughs> oh my uh, god for the, for the mismanagement of, of like public funds from like Mississippi yeah we live in the best simulation I love it <laughs> <laughs> we really do mm-hmm. we live in the best times like. uh, a, a world changing pandemic happens and what's the first thought our like congressmen and senators do get Brett Favre here <laughs> no, how do we get rich off of this oh, yeah <laughs> how, do, how is this a tax deductible Brett Favre let's get Brett Favre out there t- talk about COVID we'll <laughs> write that off as a mark off Jesus. Uh huh. And no, so so the whole you know, the whole city of Jackson, Mississippi, is uh, currently facing a water crisis. They're being recommended not to shower. Yeah. And if you have to shower, shower with your eyes and mouth closed. Exactly. Oof. The water's so dangerous that you have to like, essentially, be a a, a, a professional scuba yeah. diver to swim now. Mm-hmm. You got to go in scuba gear to fucking put a little snorkel, and so you don't get the water in you and all that shit. Mm-hmm. What are you talking? Uh, shut up. To shower? <laughs> it's getting that bad. You gotta, gotta, you gotta shower in scuba gear. Well, you know, someone was telling me the other day that uh-huh. that water quality just around the world is awful. Like, there's nowhere on the planet that you can drink rainwater. Something oh like yeah, that. you know what? That's funny. That perfectly leads us to the next thing that we saw. One uh, uh, a week ago. By the way, killer episode with Luis about the uh, Chicago Bears and the Arsenal FC. For those who are, are interested in more football news and what's coming up with this season and who to look out for, I recommend checking out episode 51, BYV, on YouTube or Spotify, wherever you get your shit from. But back to the real business. Back to the real business. Uh, right now, uh, Mike, uh, what Michael was just saying about there's no clean rainfall, no clean rainwater, no drinkable rainwater no more. Uh, Juan brought up the gay frogs. Uh, what was it? A week ago or so? Uh, no, no. It's been many, many episodes ago. Many episodes ago. The one, the episode. Uh, I can't remember which episode it was, but uh, one particular episode we were talking about EDCs in the environment, endocrine disrupting chemicals, and like uh, how testosterone and um, sperm counts are dropping globally because like of the amount of EDCs 
that the average human is like exposed to nowadays. And for the, for a friendly reminder for our viewers at home, an EDC stands for uh, endocrine disrupting chemical. So it's a chemical that'll disrupt your hormonal like system. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, so it's it's leading to women being like as fertile in their twenties as their as their grandmother was in her thirties. Well, I don't know if that's that too. If that's so bad mm. now. Yeah, um, I like as a source. I recommend. Um, I believe her name is Dr. Shauna Swan, in the book Countdown. Okay, nice, nice. Counting down to a demographic collapse. Though. Yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah. Countdown to zero for the um, sperm counts. That's yeah. gnarly. Joy. And that's kind of piggybacking you know, of what Michael was saying about how like the the chemicals of the EDCs are affecting like the uh, sexual organs of these amphibians and animals and. Very well, humans too. Uh, scientists have been saying that the, there are forever chemicals in our rainfall now, our yep. rainwater. So, what that for those who don't know what forever chemicals means are essentially chemicals that can't get rid of, that you can't get rid of, that are like in plastic shampoo bottles, uh, containers, and shit like that. And they don't really break down yeah. over time exactly. naturally. They're not biodegradable. They don't break down easily, as Michael was saying. Um, there's so much pollution in the oceans. When that gets into the ocean, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, essentially rain is ocean tears, right? Ocean tears? Yeah. Am I am I wrong there? You mean the, well, a lot of rainfall comes from the ocean? Yeah. Yes. The, the same way that tuna is the chicken of the sea, uh, r- r- rainfall is the tears of the ocean. Okay. That's beautiful. You know what? It's, Thank yeah, you. It's you know actually it's poetry. Yeah, uh, it's, it's poetry. beautiful. I'm a bit of romantic here. And you know, anyone that Twain doesn't understand Jr. that does not have a poetic heart. <laughs> Felonious Twain Jr. I like That's that. That's right, Felonious Twain Jr. Mm-hmm. But uh, with the forever chemicals being in the rainfall, what that means is that there is no more drinkable water on this planet. Uh, Antarctica and the South Pole uh, used to be the two best places on the Earth that weren't as polluted or contaminated. So they had the purest drinkable water. But their um, potency has gotten so bad, it's been so polluted, so contaminated, that it's 14 times higher than it is in most places in the world, which is alarming. You know, still I mean, pretty much if Jackson, Mississippi becomes Portland, Maine, Portland, Oregon, Madison, Wisconsin, we're going to be looking at different alternatives. And one of those alternatives are not going to be rainwater because that shit's gone. There's no way to, I mean, yeah. unless we become Bear grills and we filter it with our pee. I mean, there's no other reasons. I mean, I don't know. Mm. We're pretty much you know, screwed. And we're going to have companies like Nestle that are supporting the Russians in the Ukrainian war. They are. Look into that. <laughs> uh, got, some, got some passion about that. <laughs> I used to work for that evil corporation. I can mm. say that now, even though I have my IRA set up with them. But I... um. We're gonna <laughs> maybe edit that part out. <laughs> maybe edit that last part out. Woo. Um, what well, one thing you need to keep in mind though is that uh, we need water. It's a natural resource that's vital for the human life. Uh, we're gonna, you know, it's funny. Our generation of adults are the last generation to experience such like childhood trauma, those same magnitude that our parents went through. You know, we have stories of our parents. You know, oh, mommy, I fell down. Well, then they get smacked for like big boys don't cry, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man yeah, up a, a and shit like bit. that. Yeah. Well, 
we're essentially the last generation of that, right? No longer are we going to be like smacked in the ears at the public, you know, at the fucking Walmart for making an uproar for a toy. Unless you're, in, you know, you live around my parts. Then that's I was going to say that's a lie. I still see that very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're, going forward, we're going to be no longer are we going to be, you know, red flags being girls with daddy issues. We're going to have to. That's the thing of the past. We're going to be looking at like body modifications due to the fact that the rainwater or natural water are all contaminated and polluted. Folks, what I'm saying here is that daddy issues aren't going to be a thing anymore. We're going to be looking at, like, girls with, like, gills. Yeah, who, who's or got a tail, you know? Yeah. That's what we're going to be paying attention. Good question. Like, that's a red flag now. Have you, it, have you seen their sixth toe? Like, she's going to be gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Banging bod. But she's going to have a sixth toe. And the dudes. Shallow hell reference. And the dudes, too. They're going to have webbed feet. They're going to have Spider-Man webbings underneath their armpits. Exactly. Which would be pretty fucking badass. This conversation is a roller coaster. <laughs> I'm just saying, no, I'm, but is this not true? I mean, there's the, 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 what Juan was talking about, the gay frogs and, all, and whatnot. If you actually look into the studies, these frogs are developing yeah. ovaries. They're developing yeah. like reproductive systems that they're not supposed to be having. Hmm. So it's yeah. not far-fetched that like in 40 years, our human species are going to be, you know, dealing with like webbed armpits with boys and girls with like webbed feet or something. That'd be so cool if like my child just like <laughs> your it's child's a, gonna be bored. <laughs> just like hi, father. He's essentially a fr- a flying squirrel. Stop! <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> just they're climbing the trees. They're flying around just with leave. their webbed shoulders. It's gonna turn into X Men. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this movie before. Yeah. That's the future, though. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty much all fucked there. But um, one more thing we wanted to talk about things that are fucked. Oh, funny let's, enough, I things, mean, let's, let's things that aren't getting fucked. Hey, hey, <laughs> yeah, that's right. What's not getting fucked nowadays? Um, <clears throat> so for those who are up to date with the news and check different news outlets, there's a popular um, uh, popular news uh, article or conglomerate called Psychology Today. They've released multiple different you know articles from the past. Psychology Today, they're pretty re- re- reputable source. Uh, some people can say that some of their data is skewed so they can get more grants and more service and whatever. But uh, this has been getting a lot of traction, so there's some validity to this. Uh, what we're going to be talking about today is the uh, the rise of lonely single men. Ah. Yes, yes. I'm what familiar with that. Hey, hey. <laughs> Phil, if you could, I'm going to try to talk about this one between you and me and Michael because I feel like you carried the last sub- subject pretty well. All right, yeah. You know, you guys, you being on the other side of the fence, you know, the grass is greener uh, on the other side. Yeah. You go, well, in reality, the grass is greener where you wet it. Exactly. The grass mm-hmm. is greener where you water, right? That's 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 what you're trying what to say. What I say? Where when you, you wet, wet it? it? <laughs> like a fucking dog. <laughs> you wet the bed. <laughs> oh, fuck. But yeah, let's let's. I mean, like, why do you gentlemen think that that people today are so much lonelier than they used to be in like years past? Well, part of it is part of it's probably just going to be the expectation of you should have more, right? You don't need to put up with a fucking jackass who's going to I don't know be physically or verbally abusive, right? You yeah, that's a, a r- that's a great point. You got a mm. lot of people who are just much less willing to put up with that, right? Great another point. Th- another thing is that. Being in a relationship is expensive, 
right? And you're you're dealing with millennials and Gen Zers in a in a in times when the economy is tight. So yeah, yeah it's really hard to like bone a girl when you're like you got to bring him back to your parents home well you know yeah. that's, <laughs> a, that's a really good point that and, that, and good that's point. a real thing that's <laughs> that going is on real. that is true uh, and we, now in like in this generation we're seeing more and more people like staying living at home mm, until up until their 30s mm. back then you know in the 90s and 80s you would hear stories of that but then you hear like oh god something's wrong with them right, right there, there's already right, that stigma that's already built in of like what you still at home Mm-hmm. But nowadays you're like, doggy, you're at home still, bro. Well, like, it's, yeah, it's, bro. It's probably the, the same for for women like not getting married, right? Like that stigma has fallen away as the years have gone by, right? Not yeah. with me. Not with me. Oh, not with uh, you. Okay. <laughs> no, if I if I see you out there without a ring, I already think less of you. Okay. I will leave you to that. I will leave you to that. Folks, this is a comedy podcast here. <laughs> He's the only one laughing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm gonna get deep platform like Andrew Tate. <laughs> Shit. Mm. But um, yeah, no, I, that's what I think that's actually happening. It's the uh, the rise of um of what, expectations. Though? The rise of expectations not to get beat. <laughs> <laughs> what? <you> mean, what? <laughs> well, you—that's a quick 180 right there. Well, but Juan, you've you've ridden the uh, the 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 pathway to success. Yeah. Re- relationship wise, like, how do you see it? Right for for yeah. those of us who are still lonely at all. Yeah, I mean honestly, I I think the employment p- aspect has a lot to do with it. Hmm. I think like the employment, housing, and like time have a lot to do with it. Uh, for example, like people are lonelier than ever. Like not just like relationship wise, but also friend wise. Yeah, that's like hmm. so like if you have less friends, you have less potential partners as well. You know what I mean? That you're just dealing with less people. Mm-hmm. You've automized yourself into like much more of an individual or than less than part of a group. And right, there's there's just less social gatherings yeah. for you to run into somebody. Yeah, right? exactly. So I think that that's a, b- a really big part of it. And I do think that the like the fact that a lot of young people live at home has something to do with it. But I've also noticed a lot of young couples who deal with that situation. Mm-hmm. So like like a lot of young couples where they're both living at home. So they just like like it is like they both understand like it's quite literally like difficult to own a home at this age mm-hmm. and in the current conditions. So they're not gonna like judge each other, you know, like Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not I'm not too good for you anymore because yeah. I'm living in the same yeah. same shit. Yeah, like and there's here. a lot of people like that. So like if if that's anybody out there like thinking and using that as an excuse, there is a girl version of you out there who is <laughs> literally just as cool mm-hmm. or just as shitty as you are, mm. and <laughs> she, <laughs> she's struggling just like you. <laughs> or and, and she's living at home, and like a lot of people live at home. Like I know, like people with like almost like thirty like thirty some dollar jobs who live at home because really? like. Yeah, because like the housing market's they, impossible and to not, find. Not even the housing market; they can afford like an apartment or anything. But they're like, "Why should I leave? Like, like I would be lonely. Like, I wouldn't be around anybody. Like, and like they just live with like one or two parents. You know? See, it's it's funny that you mentioned that that like the loneliness that like not either just in like relationships but like friendships. I've um you know I've gone to different jobs here and there right throughout my you know luxurious twenty six years of living. And the one thing that I do notice that like like factories or retail jobs is that sense of like friendship. You get that one guy like, Hey man, what's up, man? That friendly dude. And you're like, yeah. Oh, this guy's pretty cool. Then he lingers or they linger. Like, 
you want to hang out this weekend? What are you doing this weekend? You're like, yeah. oh, you know, I'm pretty busy. And it goes on and goes on and goes on. And they finally get you. You're like, oh, I think I'm free. You're like, you want to hang out now? <laughs> you, want, you, you, you free right now? You trying to hang out? What are you doing? And, like, so you got that going on, you know, that loneliness that's, you know, in friendship and all that stuff. I think because it's a, we're such a digital age, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. So it gets that to do with, like, the dating side, too. So if you're a dude, the three of us, if we were to go on, like, any dating apps, our percentage would be probably much lower than that to our opposite sex. As you far know. as people that actually like you on the dating app? Exactly. Mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I when can speak you, from experience on that. <laughs> so we, it, it, it makes up this, like... Well, guys are like this to, market essentially to like give some context there. Guys give make up like sixty some percent. True, of, it's already weighted. of the digital yeah. like the people in those dating apps. So, like, there's literally two guys for every girl. Like, yep. yeah, of course they're gonna have an easier time. And guys of, are hornier. And of That's that sixty percent, <laughs> these ladies have like the it's uh, supply and demand. Right, hmm. they have the the you business gotta, incentive to go with the best of the best. Right, so that sixty percent just right. goes down to like ten or even five five percent of the male population that are on, online. And it's much harder, you know, to get a genuine connection, other than like, oh, I love your abs. Oh, you're five four. Oh. <laughs> Please tell me the time that you had some. Well, so I mean, like, girls whoa, love five, girls four. love tall guys. They Guys do. love short girls. It's okay. I, I don't know how what, the, what it is. Hmm. Right, right? Is Fellers, right, Michael, do you love short women? Well, I don't know. I'm pretty short myself, so so I, you would. So by definition, anyone who's the same height as me, right, is is already shorter. It's already pretty short, right? So. Yeah. All right. That's a good point. That's a good yeah. point. And, and another observation that I've made recently, since you're talking about like loneliness and like yeah you know the job the yeah, job give, cycle. give us some reasons that you guys think that this phenomenon is happening now <clears throat> i'm gonna put my uh i'm gonna i'm a, i might offend somebody with this when do you when do you not that would be astounding yeah now i i'm only i'm devil's advocate here i'm only here to play the other side but there could be a a, a, a reason that maybe women's suffrage is a a, a reason for this we See, now, uh, fellers. So, no, no, please, no, please no, keep, no, keep stabbing yourself. Now, fellers. No, fellers. Fellers. Fellers, let me tell you what. Th- this one's for. I'll for, tell you what. This one's for the for the dudes out there, for the bros. If you got a lady and she's working in a factory, it's over. Either, <laughs> get you a new girl, bro. <laughs> either A. Get you a new girl. You, she's for the streets. You get a second job or you start getting a divorce lawyer because she's going to leave your ass for the next Hi, like those dudes in factories, they like it's char- it's Shark Week for them. Whenever there's like you know relationship problems, it's blood in the water. Whenever yeah, in a factory, any girl who's like a five or above is like a nine in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's terrible. Like <laughs> like mm-hmm. the guys will just treat them like mm-hmm, like just like you know like lick their lips anytime they're, they're walking. Like by. They're like dogs. They're salivating yeah, exactly. and all that stuff. And like, yeah, they're they, yeah. It's it's like dogs seeing like a, a female dog in heat. You know, they're like, they're, they're <laughs> quiet when they walk by, but as soon as that lady leaves or like whoever, whatever, they're like, damn, I'd probably fuck her if I could. Jesus. <laughs> you know? And this is why we have HR departments. Exactly. Philip in there is like, I'd give her the best three minutes of her life. <laughs> I'd, I'd let her burn a cigarette on me. But um, I'd let her piss in my mouth. So, so, so you got that, you know, uh, you know, the rise of porn. 
another yep. thing too. That is a probably. Bi- yeah, that's yeah. a great point too. Mm-hmm. It's just it's readily available, free, and just it can sub it substitutes for a lot of people, right? Yeah. Like, and like, I, you know, for out of the three of us here, we can go down the line of like successful relationships, but the key thing here is communication, right? Yeah. Communication yeah, that helps a lot. and trust, being you know, mm-hmm. knowing that. Your 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 partner is not gonna go sleep with some random person at the factory. You gotta have confidence. Another part that's like not mentioned, um, uh, many times that the vibrators mentioning dildos. Like you gotta have your shit together. Mm. Like you personally have to have your shit together before like you kind of bring somebody else that's gonna want to be a part of like whatever you have going Mm. on because like once they see that you don't have your shit together, a lot of times like here come some relationship issues or like right. something else because mm-hmm. you look you yourself now look much less attractive yes. than was initially thought yes yep exactly but it's not even just like about like looks or or yeah or appearances like sometimes like you got to have your your shit together like socially wise like you got to have like a few friends you got to have like family members that you don't fucking hate you know what i mean like you can it's fine everybody has like a few family members that mm-hmm. they don't get along with but it's it's slightly awkward if you like have nobody like to visit, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, I do I do believe that like you should have like some sort of like social roots well, between your own friends well, and family unless, separate from your partners. If you find yourself in a situation like that, I think the best way to go about that is to lean into it, right? Because if you're already like have a dysfunctioning family, what have you, there's that cliche of like girls love bad guys. And there's some truth to it. You, you Great see, point, Phil. Well, you, I mean, I'm trying to be funny here. Got to turn like, lemons into mayonnaise. But but seriously, though, all these like ladies that I know of, like they're in the festival scene, they're in that rave scene, right? They love a felon. They love they it. always have it going on too. Like there's that meme of like, oh, you have 14, you're you're on parole, you got 14 domestic battery assaults. Like it's that that rave girl. She's like, remember that beautiful felon from like. Early 2012 or some shit. Oh yeah, the yeah. that makeup, that the model. Yeah, that, that like yeah, exactly. Blue eyes and like yeah, yeah, the one yeah, exactly. Bro, he became famous when he got out. I know, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear about this. Uh, he was really popular. Like he had this like steel the, blue eyes. There was this one like uh, inmate who had his his you know um, check in photo mugshot mugshot um, go oh, ultra I, famous ultra viral because he was so beautiful. Like, he was bald, but just had, like, this incredible bone structure mm-hmm. and really blue eyes while being really tan. So, like, this combination of features you don't see a lot, and he became a model right away when he left prison. So, But then well, again, like, there's that one guy, and him, then you have... Good for like, him, right? Yeah, right? That as a representative to say, mm-hmm. girls love a toxic bad boy, you know? like. Mm-hmm. But they do, though. That's one guy, right? And then you have all these different programs where they can write letters to felons. They can, like... How did you get here? Oh, like, and these guys were like, yeah, you know, I did this and this, but like, I'm trying to get, like, I'm looking for a girlfriend ready to come in. And like, oh my God, I love you. Writing back and forth, creating this penmanship, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why they're so attracted to these felons is discipline, right? They're incarcerated, so they don't got much freedom to go wild. They have a, a, a structure, uh, a disciplinary uh, code line, guideline, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's what's missing for a lot of young males or I guess males in their 20s and 30s are like seeing a new rise of loneliness we've never seen before. 
is structure and discipline. You need to set a structure, a, a, a schedule of like, this is the day I'll, I do this, I do that. It's a little things, baby steps, you know. Well, even that and having having higher aspirations as well. Like I've mm-hmm. I've been told that that is something that is good. You want someone with a plan, right? Someone that thinks that has an idea that they want to go somewhere, right? Exactly, it looks if, more impressive. And if you looked at my daily planner, mm-hmm. when I wake up, the first thing I write down is get pussy. That that would not be the way to go about it, but you don't manifest it that way. I, no, no, you, you just don't. Keep writing I, it I'm down. S- I'm sensing that part of the problem, right? Why, why you would be so lonely if that's your, your aspiration. Get pussy. Yeah. All right. I have a question, Mike. You you brought up a really good point, but I feel like there's a lot of people who have a hard time, like settling in on a plan. If that makes yeah, any sense. Yeah. No. No. I've and and but like they still have their shit together. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're not necessarily people who are have anything, like, any one aspect of their life that's, like, like way out of whack, you know? But, like, it, you, yeah, you how, how do you... don't feel yeah, driven to go... Who don't, don't have thing. one specific driver in their life. And I just... I met, I met somebody like that at my, jo- at, at my job. President Obama. Um, I'm not going to give any details, but... And they're... Um, you know what? Phil, edit that out. Who's a former professional in like in a field um and they're having a hard time like deciding like i've spent like 20 years in here but i don't know if this is what i want to do when i grow up and those were their exact words and i would already call them a grown-up right yeah it's like well i mean it is tough so i've i've kind of felt that way myself like graduating high school why did i go to college i went to undergrad college because i didn't have a plan i didn't know what i wanted to do yeah after i graduated undergraduate from college Still didn't have a plan, right? It okay. wasn't until I got into the workforce and I was there that, no, actually, even then, right? Still, not really a plan, but had this general idea that, all right, it was time to turn a chapter. Let's try something new. That's how I went into higher education. Um, and it was finally there that something clicked and I finally had, like, I want to do that specific thing. So I'm wondering, maybe it's partially exposure. It's probably partially risk at uh, just being risk adverse, right? Yeah. Like you get comfortable, right? You get yeah. comfortable in what you know. Like I'm, I'm comfortable here in Wisconsin because this is where all my family is. This is where all my friends are. And if there isn't something that I'm like, I really want to do that to drag me somewhere else, right? It becomes very hard to incentivize myself to just to take a risk or to go somewhere or to try to find something new because I know this. This is comfortable for me. So, really, like, it to, to have those higher aspir- aspirations, you have to both, first, they need to occur to you in the first place, and second, you need to be willing to sacrifice a lot of things that yeah. are very important to you in order to pursue them. That That's is a true. Good point. That's to, a good point. To piggyback off both of you guys' point, what uh, Juan was saying. President about, Obama. It's kind of mm-hmm. like what echoes what Fauci was going through. So, for, for like, what, 40 years, he was a medical professional uh, for the government. And then these last two years, he just became a celebrity, a spokesperson, mm-hmm. essentially. Uh, Disney even made a documentary about Fauci. Yeah, I, th- I think he was Time Man of the Year. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, he's out there giving all these speeches and, you know, going on TV and talking it up and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Getting a little Dis- Disney documentary out there. You know, sometimes, you, you know, you start off good with a heart of gold and then you get greedy and you're like, I want to be in the limelight. And I think that's what's happening with your dude over there. 
He was you a. Think uh, he's greedy and wants to be in the limelight. He was a, a, a professional in a in a field that is honored, respectable, reputable, and tossing that aside for some cheap applause and flair. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Fair. I, thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you for your contribution. <laughs> we will review. That's it. why they call me uh, Felonious Twain. <laughs> is that is that Mark Twain, but a felon? Yes, <laughs> <Okay>. exactly. <laughs> well, that's how Mark Twain got the ladies. Didn't you know that? <laughs> oh, by being a felon. Uh, feloni- okay. f- felonious Twain. Didn't you know that, Mike? I thought Mark Twain said something about, like, he wasn't attracted to anyone who would be attracted to him. Right? Is that, that is sense? that who said that? I, I thought it was Mark Twain, but, you know, a lot gets attributed yeah. to Mark Twain. That would really make sense. That else. Mark, Ta- Mark Twain was African-American, so he was slightly racist, too, if I remember correctly. What goes on in the world? What are you talking about? What is in that brain of yours? Okay. Now, there's some validity what I just said. Because A, William Shakespeare. Okay. Nobody knows if he was a real person. Well, no, he William Shakespeare is a real person, but there's a lot of dispute of whether or not he actually wrote anything. Precisely. And that's the same logic I'm bringing over to the Mark Twain camp. Was he or was he not African-American? Folks, <laughs> we're going to be taking a poll. Okay. We're going to let you, the viewers at home, decide. You should take that poll. See see what happens. I bet you'll get a lot of support for your position. Oh, yeah. And we'll be right back after these messages. And we're back. Back and Better browner than ever. Than ever. What? Browner. Okay. It's, yep. just, it's synonymous. <laughs> am, am, I, am I browner than ever? Does that make me? Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, yeah. let's fake it a little bit. Fake, okay. There we go. Hey, we almost yeah, fucking match. Look at that. Look I need there. a tan. That Just reminds me. Shades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a ten. I need a tan. That's the four we, arms we of a hard working man. Together, yeah. Mike. Oh yeah. <laughs> you come out looking like a bronze statue. I come out looking like a lobster. It'll be great. <laughs> you know, honestly, if you went with the spa with us, they would probably treat you like a king. You beat Godzilla to them. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why Godzilla? <laughs> Well, I mean, here comes this monster from the ocean. Right, oh, yeah. yeah, thanks. <laughs> as soon as, soon as Michael that. takes off his trousers, they're gonna be like, "Oh, oh my God!" <laughs> they're gonna start running. Call the military. The Kill this thing, please. <laughs> this this is what took out Nagasaki. Did I say that right? I don't know. Nagasaki. Nagasaki. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. What Honestly, is yours pro- yours was probably closer than I am. Than yeah. mine. Well, I I like to be authentic. If any, if, if that's. If there's any trait that we can attribute to Phil, it's authenticity. Authentic. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, you know, that that's all we try to provide here at Brotase is a genuine viewing experience with the homies, with the homegirls, or with the non-binary pansexual freaks out there. What final tip would you give all your lonely homies and, you know, amigas out there? For the fellers, I'm going to go one by one. For the fellers, sure. if it ain't working out there... You know, there's some older alternatives now. <laughs> I'm just saying. This is the, wonderful advice. Tra- is, is this is this what, up. what you had to do? The tra- now hold on there. Now hold on there now. No, 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 no. Me, I took option C, and that's the way of Christ. See, let me give you the three options here. You can start knocking on the trans community door, but you're going to be surprised at who opens it. B, you become asexual and you go be a Boy Scout leader. 
with what we need. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that makes me it. nervous. That one makes well, me nervous. Where's this pathway going? That one makes me nervous. <laughs> now, hold on there. Hold on there. Now, hold on there, folks. A, a sexually frustrated Boy Scout leader <laughs> <laughs> harasses 40 kids in a small town. <laughs> Cites Philip the Golden Corral as his inspiration. <laughs> Your Honor, I was hangry. I was hangry, Your Honor. Your Honor, it's not my fault no women will pay attention to me. Or option C. You get rid of the pleasure of the flesh, and you go with the pleasure of the Lord. The Bible verses, passages. Have them be your shepherd in this valley of dry pussy. You know, it it was almost inspirational, and then, you know, like, godly, and then you just kind of... I feel like you'd give a great football coach speech. Honestly. A great halftime speech. Go on, take a knee, boys. Go on, take a knee. Now, I know we're losing pretty badly. It's the third quarter. And our star quarterback has malaria. <laughs> but we have grit. Grit and passes for free scoopies at Culver's. Let's <laughs> <laughs> each of you. Get a touchdown for me, boys. <laughs> so no matter what happens here, boys, we are the true winners. <laughs> See, I can give me. This is Friday Night Lights here. What about you, Mike? Do you have any tips for any any people out there looking for somebody else? So, uh, well, the first thing you have to do, clearly, uh, is get involved in a social situation, right? Don't know what it's going to be. You probably won't know uh, which one is going to be what gets you involved, right? With somebody, it might come out of nowhere. Would right? you say staging a coup on your state capital as a good meetup spot for love interest? That probably... You know, that's actually... That is actually a very interesting question. That would probably be a right? great dating place. How, how many people in, in how many people in those crowds were like, "Oh, hey, you're insane, and so am I. <laughs> we have something that we share together." Yes. Like, mm. Great disregard for the law. <laughs> we should go out. You're a radical, and I'm insane. This is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. So. Get involved in social situations. And then if if you see an opportunity, right? Or it's maybe it's not even an opportunity. But I don't like it, the way you phrase that. No, I don't finish. No, that's fair. Let, that's fair. No, I should have gone, gone a different direction. But anyway, if something comes up, if even if it's just got the, the smallest smidge of potential, right? Don't do what you're tempted to do, which is to ignore it. If someone reaches out to you and says, Hi, I had an enjoyable time with you at blah, blah, blah. Right. Here's a joke. Right. A throwaway joke. That's someone reaching out to try to talk with you. They're trying to be your friend. Right. Maybe that's the spark. Maybe that's where you start. Explore it. Be interested. Worst case scenario, you're no worse off than you were before. Wait, are you telling me that I've been doing this completely wrong? I message people and I like get back to them like two days later playing hard to get. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't do that. Don't play hard to get. Right. That's that's a bad idea. That is bad he, advice. He's got to return some messages right now. <laughs> oh, he's he's on it. He is on it. <laughs> but anyway, Michael, thank you for being with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. I oh, think wait, hold on. You didn't give your solution to the... Uh... Um, Honestly, my my solution would, would have been exactly the same as Michael's. Like to an, anybody who's like having that sort of trouble, it's usually because you're not putting yourself in enough social situations. And if you are in a good amount of social situations and you're still having trouble connecting with other people, um, you should probably like look at doing like some work on yourself a little bit 
you know, like trying to maybe ask your closest friends or family, like, am I socially awkward? Like, is there something about me that the other, you know, uh, sex would find odd, weird, whatever, you know, like, yeah, I, I think that's that's a thing that you could do, you know. And honestly, that's the syllabus for Andrew Tate's Hustler University. Yeah, and yeah, verbatim. That's the syllabus to like, you pay sixty dollars to enroll to this online college, just to learn that to you know be comfortable in your skin. Yeah, you pay sixty dollars to learn to wipe your ass. Yeah, essentially that and quote unquote by the syllabus that you should do your bed. All women are whores. Keep yeah, according to the syllabus of Andrew Tate. Okay. Yeah, look it up. The we'll put the link in the I description this, below. So I, I assume uh, you don't to know what you're talking about. Hustlers University. That's that's actually what his school is called. I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> maybe we'll ha- we might have to edit that out though. For the hustlers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For I the know. hustlers out there, for the G's, for, for the, the real, G's. for the top G's, bro. Mm. Dude, I'm sorry about parking my Bugatti in your grass, by the way. <laughs> and if someone says that you're a misogynistic. Anti-feminist says, "Say what color is your Bugatti? That's right. Your Bugatti." But folks, thank you for joining us for another exciting episode, and hopefully, our tech daddy Luis gets back and better. Mm-hmm. And going forward, if we're ever not on the show, we will be replaced by a white guy. We'll have <laughs> a circulation of white people ready on the go, so we ready to roll. Substitute right in. Thank you, folks. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Share your podcast wherever you get it. And uh, go on to YouTube and Instagram. We're doing a lot of work out there. We're really proud of the uh, the time we've been putting in and the content we're putting out. So I've been talking too long. L- later, we should have a, a video on a lot of peach recipes, uh, which should be coming out uh, where we rate, um, I want to say, like seven or six peach dishes that were all submitted by our friends and family. And we taste test all of them and decide which one's the best. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it was a fun one, yeah. It reminds me of my favorite childhood movie, Juan and the Giant Peach. There you Folks, go. <laughs> thank you for an exciting time. Don't forget to tip your waiters and waitresses. Have a great week. <laughs>